everybody. Welcome to The Kelly O Show. I'm your host, Kelly Alexa. This show is dedicated to inspiring women of all ages to pursue excellence in mind, body, and business. After decades of playing small in my own life and staying in the comfort zone, a couple of years of massive chaos and drama in my personal and my professional life forever changed me for the better. Through some tough lessons, I evolved and I became a stronger and more confident version of myself, fearless and finally, unapologetically myself. I am now designing my life bigger and better than ever before. And most importantly, I'm designing a life on my terms that is full of joy and happiness. And I think that this is something that's been missing for so many women. They're either staying in the comfort zone like I was or they've got a life that looks pretty good on the outside, but it's missing real joy and health and happiness. And that is no bueno. I believe that the future is female. And every week this show is going to bring you incredible interviews and live shows that I hope is going to motivate you to take massive action in your life, to leave the comfort zone and go all in again, to pursue achieving excellence in mind, body, and in business. I hope you enjoy the show and let's dive in. Hey everybody, let's talk about red light therapy. If you haven't yet heard my interview with Scott from Mito Red Light Therapy, I want you to definitely go check out that show at thekellyoshow.com. I firmly believe the more research that I do on this topic, I firmly believe every one of us should have a Mito red light in our house and be participating in, you know, by my understanding, five to 10 minutes of red light therapy a day. The health benefits are extensive. And let me just give you a quote. This is actually from Dave Asprey's website. Red light therapy works from the inside out to enhance mitochondrial function in cells. This in turn leads to several skin benefits. Red light decreases inflammation in the skin, smooths skin tone, repairs sun damage, fades scars and stretch marks, and even builds collagen in the skin, which reduces wrinkles. It also heals wounds and can prevent recurring cold sores or herpes simplex. Red light works on the lymphatic system to improve the body's detoxification abilities by increasing blood flow. It can even stimulate hair growth in the hair follicles. This is just a touch of the benefits that they're seeing from red light therapy. It is extensively studied. And once I interviewed Scott from Mito Red Light Therapy on the show, I literally was like every, I told my man, I said, you have to start doing this. I'm gonna start doing it every single day, twice a day. This is a priority. And I strongly encourage you to check out Mito Red Light. You can use the code, the Kelly O Show, to get 5% off they're already ridiculously competitive rates. And when I say that, do your own research. One of the things that impressed me the most about Scott is he founded his company, Mito Red Light, because he'd known about the benefits of red light therapy, but wanted to provide an affordable option. This is for you, start today. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Kelly O Show. I'm really excited about this. Um, episode because I'm titling it How to Carve Out Your Best Body, but also Your Best Life. And I'm pretty sure you're guessing by the title that this is going to contain some analogies, some metaphors. You know, I'm all about illustrating concepts that way. And 
that this entire show was inspired by a visual I saw. Somebody posted on Facebook, I think. And it really is something that if you can, and I will see if I can put like a visual, either find the person that posted this post and link to it in the show notes over at kellyoshow.com, or I'll post something similar. Because I know we've, we've all seen a very... A similar representation of what I'm talking about. So we've all heard the quote by Michelangelo, right? Where he says, you know, they ask him how he created the David. And he said, I just carved away the marble that wasn't the David. And this is a very similar concept. I saw a picture and it was of a, a statue and, and below it, somebody was making a comment. I, I actually didn't read their comments because I, I just, I was so like drawn in by this statue and it was a statue where the the top half was a very like muscular fit man and the bottom half of the statue was it was as if you know and and in his hands he had a chisel and you know whatever it is that people who do sculptures who sculpt their tools a chisel and I don't even know what they call the other thing is but there's usually two things that they're doing they've got a chisel and one thing something else whatever I'm not a sculptor and the bottom part of this it was like his body was covered in a very heavy almost I would say obese um you know buttocks, thighs. So, so the lower part, if you, if you covered your hand over the top part of the statue, you would say, oh, this is a statue of a very heavy, very fat, very obese human being. But then you would see the whole picture and you'd see the top half. It was this fit person underneath and he was carving himself out. And, and essentially I know some part of the post below it said, you know, you just carve away the parts of you, you know, that, that getting fit, getting healthy, getting well is, is a process you're, you're carving away. And I don't even know if they use that word. I just thought of it like, you know, and I, I couldn't get it out of my head after seeing that. And I, I want you guys to stick with me because this is really tied back to what I was sharing in very, several of my recent podcasts where it's all related to mindset and, and our mind, because y'all seriously, if you can understand how to master your mind, I'm telling you, this doesn't just apply to weight loss. This will apply to everything in your life. It really can. It, it, it absolutely, it's not that it just, it can, it will. I promise you so much of if, if you're, if you look back and you reflect on the months or years that you've been trying to get fit, you know, if, if for any of you who talk with me on social or you've responded to one of my polls and, and you're in that, that space where you feel stuck, you feel like you've been working out forever. You feel like you've tried everything and you can't lose weight. If you're in that place, you know, look back and, and be real with yourself. Like, you're only cheating yourself if you're not going to be honest. You know, I I remember one time it was my mom of all people who was sitting with me at lunch one time. This is back in Chicago. I remember we were at TGI Fridays and I was complaining that I couldn't lose weight. I was at the same place. There've been a lot of times in my life the last five or 10 years that I've been there. You know, I'm just constantly feeling stuck. Like I'm almost there. 
And um, I get overwhelmed by it because I get so angry that I can't make it happen faster. And I remember my mom saying, well, and she wasn't trying to be snotty. She wasn't trying to be critical. She's like, are you, you know, are you sure that you've, you know, done everything that that you're supposed to do because Kelly, you're, you know, she was coming at it. Like you're so healthy. You seem to eat so, so much, you know, healthy food here. We are at Fridays. You're having a salad, you know, blah, blah, blah. She's like, are you sure you're doing? And I'm like, mom, of course I know, you know, she's like, well, I just, I feel like maybe there's some, you know, if you're not getting the results, then maybe there's something that you're not doing. And I was very annoyed and it was something that haunted me the rest of the day. And the truth is when I went back and and I'm speaking to, I'm using this as a point to illustrate what I just said, like, don't cheat yourself, be honest with yourself. And that's what I did after that conversation. I went back and I started thinking like, how have I, you know, have I really been doing everything perfectly? Have I really been hitting all of my workouts? Have I really been, um, you know, like, and Jordan Syatt speaks to this. I think when I first started following him, he has he has a video out and he's like, look, if you think you've been consistent, I challenge you to just put a calendar up wherever it's convenient for you and mark off for, do you hear that car? I swear to God. Do you guys hear that? This is something about living in Texas that drives me insane. Are these guys that buy these, I, I don't know what they ask for when they're the dealer but you've heard me talk about it before. They make their cars really, really loud. They sound like a freight train. And I don't understand what it is about men that makes them think that's cool or masculine or hot. It's stupid. And all of you should be put in jail and your car should be impounded. Okay. I digress. Sorry. But (laughs) right now my office is by this um, intersection And so when these, one of these tool bags drives up, I can hear, I'm like, oh, great. Anyway, I'm not even going to ask my podcast manager to edit that out because I feel like the comment needs to go out there and all of these people should be arrested and their cars need to be impounded so that the rest of us can live a happier life. Anyway, so back to mindset and being honest with yourself, you owe it to yourself to really be honest. And when I had that conversation with my mom, it was one of the first times that I really took a step back and I was like, wow. Um, and I remember I was looking at, I was looking back at my schedule and I realized, oh God, when I was in Atlanta on that trip, um, I didn't work out on Monday cause that was a travel day. I went, I worked out at the gym, you know, like I looked back and I was far more inconsistent than I thought. That was the beginning of when I started to track things. Now I tracked things a lot less than I do now, but realistically speaking, so many of us have had times in our past where we haven't been as spot on as we think, right? So that's part one. We need to be able to come to grips with the reality. Like, you know, hey, maybe we haven't done everything. But the second part of that is knowing that sometimes it's just life that gets in the way. Like, in that case, I was looking back on a month and I was like, wow, you know, I, I took several business trips and because of the way my schedule worked out because of layovers and cancel flights and whatever, I didn't get several workouts in. That's not necessarily me, you know, having a bad attitude and giving up. But the truth is like so much of what sets us off and keeps us 
being inconsistent is when our minds get in the wrong place. Okay. So everything I'm going to, there's going to be so many shows where I'm going to talk about mindset because truthfully, if you can get your attitude and your perspective and your mind in the right place, you will be able to carve out that body. You're going to be able to carve out the person that you're not anymore and reveal the person that you want to be. But in order to do that, okay, figuratively speaking and physically speaking, in order to really like reveal the person you want to be, the future you, the healthier you, the aesthetically appealing, the the aesthetically appealing to yourself, the person that you want, the way you want to look, if you want to carve that out, if you want to carve out um, a more confident, um, assertive version of yourself in the workplace, if you want to carve out, um, you know, somebody who is open to a loving relationship and willing to give and receive love, if you want to just cut away, figuratively speaking, all the parts of you that no longer serve you, that no longer represent who you want to be. And you want to reveal that that new person. It's going to take a different mindset. It's going to take somebody who you, you want to be able to become this person who can look at yourself, your habits, your actions, your attitudes, and, and be objective and develop a plan. And, and that's so different than most of us have been. It's, it's a very different way of, I don't know, I don't want to say attacking your life, approaching your life and approaching your goals. It's very different than the way so many of us have been living our lives and approaching our goals. So many of us are just going along for the ride. We're just getting through our day. We're just, hey, I'm, yeah, I want to get fit. So I try to eat right. I try to, you know, not drink or have a beer every night and I go to the gym. But we really, again, this is where you've got to be honest with yourself. And this is part of that mindset. You've got to be far more proactive, far more head in the game, far more um, an architect. And I think that I think that's you know this is about you being the architect, the planner, the designer of what you want versus somebody who's kind of sitting around going, "Well, I'm doing some stuff. I mean, I hope someday it's all going to work." I mean, really think about. Visually think about that statue that I told you about in the beginning of of this podcast. Imagine that, you know, there's this future version of you. And and let's just say it's not you. There's this person, there's this really fit person, and they're carving themselves out of, you know, so this is we're talking allegorically, if you will. There's this fit person, and they're carving themselves out of the obese person in this example, in this figurative, allegorical analogy, right? They're carving themselves out. It's a very deliberate, precise, intentional, um, painstaking, um, requiring a lot of patience approach. That person isn't just randomly like, um, you know, chipping away, they're being very intentional. Like this, oh, you know, this this fat on my stomach, that's not part of my best self. I'm gonna get rid of that. I'm gonna, and again, guys, I think you guys realize like this is a this is an example. We don't really 
carve away our bodies like this. Everybody knows that. Just work with me on what we're talking about. It's very intentional. It's very deliberate. There's a design. There's a process. Requires a lot of focus, a lot of intention, a lot of deliberation, right? It's not just somebody who's half-assing it, who's like just like throwing a hammer down at, at at the rock and going, well, hopefully that works. You know what I'm saying? And so many of us, if we're really honest with ourselves, and we look at how we've been approaching. If you ladies are like me, like I have been in the past, and you're super honest with yourself, if you say, this is my opinion, if you're one of those women or men who's who's said, God, I have been dieting for as long as I can remember. I have just, every time I go to a restaurant, I'm looking at what I can't have. I'm always avoiding, oh, I, do, I won't have the bread, take the bread back. I'm always watching my carbs. I'm always counting my calories. You know, I'm always working out, but I never get anywhere. If that's, if that's you and ladies, I'm just telling you, like, I'm not talking down to you. I've been that person for a long time. It's highly likely in my opinion, because I see this in myself that you've been like, just going along with the flow. You have not been the architect of your body and your future. You have not been the designer. You have not been as deliberate and intentional. And frankly, your brain, your your whole being, you haven't been all in like you think. So you're doing the work. But how sad is that, that you're doing the work, you're dieting, you're eating right, whatever, but you're not, you're like, you don't even realize it, but you're 60% in and 40% of you is just living the rest of your life reactively. There's a huge difference between having a plan and and really planning out, mapping out a plan, a design, figuring out where you want to be, reverse engineering how you're going to get there, and then tracking your way there. That is a completely different mindset than somebody who's like, well, you know, I've been working out. I mean, maybe one of these days my hormones will just click and, you know, I'll lose weight or I don't know, maybe I'm just too old, but I'm just going to keep at it, whatever. Like, why would you just keep going at something that wasn't getting you anywhere? Hey everybody, let's talk about skincare. We've talked certainly about the importance of self-care quite a lot on this show. And what could be a better way to invest in self-care than by getting yourself some of the best skincare on the planet. Now, I have learned a lot since getting my first Botox injection about the importance of medical-grade skincare. There is a world of difference between what you buy in a drugstore, what you buy in a department store, and when you're talking about medical-grade skincare. Now, one of the companies that I use, have used for, gosh, quite a long time, I bought it first at my Botox appointment, is Globiotics. We've actually interviewed the founders on this very show. Check out Globiotics.com. It's probiotic-based, medical-grade skincare. It's exceptional. And we've got a 20% off deal for you. Just use code The Kellyo Show at Globiotics.com, and you'll get 20% off. You're welcome. I think so much of when I saw that photo, it just was like, wow, look at this person who's so deliberate and they're, they're chipping away. They're being patient. It's that statue doesn't suggest something that happens over time. There's it's suggesting a, a very deliberate, intentional, long-term process, which is what all of us should be doing. You guys know, I've been talking about that too. 
but it's so, it has so stuck with me and it's, I'm going to record some separate podcasts about some of these other ways that you can, you can take that same example and look at it because when you apply this to your mindset, it can help you move into a completely different version of yourself that is going to get you where you want to be in your fitness journey and your weight loss journey in a much better way. Like I will give you an example. This is a sidebar. Okay. Same, same visual. I've just, it's been haunting me. I kept thinking about that. And, you know, I've referenced in recent podcasts, how I just finished up my 12 weeks um, with, with my new trainer with Alex. I hired her right after I had started this new job. And I've referenced as well that I left this company that I was working for because it was a very toxic work culture for me. A great company. Um, they, they're excellent at what they do. But for me, it just so happened that where, where I joined, who I was working with, the environment, there was you know a, a big reorganization at this company. It, it ended up being just like a combination of a lot of factors that made for an extremely, extremely stressful environment for me. And all of that said, it was really taking a toll on my health. I really had hardly any margin in my day. I was not able to get half of my workouts in. Um, I had problems with getting my meals in. I just felt it was taking, it was definitely taking a toll on my adrenal fatigue for sure. I was so many times Steve would come home at the end of the day and I would be so exhausted. I would say, I can't, I can't even cook. I can't make a salad. Let's go out to eat. And that's not like me at all. Um, And certainly the last four weeks when I had decided to leave, when I was coordinating interviews after hours and you know, you know how that goes when you decide to leave a company. Um, And then when I was putting in my two weeks and there was pushback and, and I was dealing with, you know, a toxic colleague um, who was in behaving in a very, very juvenile manner. It was very stressful. It was really taking a toll on my health. So that first 12 weeks of me working with my trainer was very disappointing because I was not able to be all in. I was not able to participate. But three days ago, so Sunday for me marks my next chapter. And I'm I'm looking at this and saying, I am going to do, you've heard me talk about this in the last couple of podcasts. I am, I'm approaching this next 12 weeks with positivity and excitement and enthusiasm and deliberate thought and intention. And I'm going to attack this with as much optimism as an excitement and belief as I possibly can. A lot of people, after having invested in a trainer for 12 weeks, and kind of get, getting to the end of that 12 weeks and looking back and going, damn, I feel like I just kind of threw my money out the window. And that's not a reflection of my trainer or the program. It's a reflection of, wow, I almost feel like, why did I even hire my trainer considering how little I was able to participate because of this toxic work environment? It was really frustrating for me. Super frustrating. And I shared in the last podcast, I got really down. I had a meltdown. I started to feel really insecure. And I was tempted to go down a really bad path and 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 look for some fast fix diet. I shared that in my last podcast. I do encourage you to go listen to it, the two-part podcast um, about how to pull yourself out of a meltdown. Um, because that's so key for so many people. And again, it's talking about mindset people. So 
that was really frustrating for me, but I committed. I said, okay, you can either feel sorry for yourself and go make a bad choice, or you can look at the last 12 weeks objectively, get your mind in the right place. Like I talked about at the beginning of the show, get your mind looking at the data. Look at what you did in the last 12 weeks, you know, and, and I did all of that. I analyzed that. I talked about that in more detail in, in the last episode. So go listen to that. And I, I decided this next 12 weeks is for me. This next 12 weeks, hey, this is so cool. Like the next 12 weeks takes me to the end of the year. How cool is that? I am going to do everything differently in this next 12 weeks that I didn't do there. And I have had that statue in the back of my head. And I'm like, you know what my attitude is? I am going to remove everything from my life. I'm going to carve out everything from my life and delete it, cut it off from this virtual statue, everything that's not contributing to getting me towards my goal, right? So instead of me, and this is where this is really cool. So heck, I'm just going to cover this attitude thing and this topic in this show because it's cool. I think it'll really help a lot of you. You know, when we say, okay, I really want to make the next 12 weeks count. And like, for me, I I said, I really think that it would be helpful for me for a few weeks or maybe four weeks to cut out gluten. You know, I have Hashimoto's, uh, gluten is known to be a trigger for that. So instead of me saying, okay, I need to cut out gluten. I'm not allowed to have gluten. I'm looking at it as, you know what? Gluten right now for me is something that is probably not enhancing my journey. It's not going to help me get to where I want to be. It's not going to help me regain my health. That's not, that doesn't fit. I'm, I'm carving it out. I'm moving that out of my way. What else can I carve out of my life? Negative people, um, negative influences, things that I don't want to see on my Facebook stream. Um, if there's people that I'm following and I don't like what pops up in my Instagram feed, I'm unfollowing it. I don't want that negativity, whatever it is. If it's somebody that's posting offensive content, I mean, frankly, I saw some offensive content on a fitness person that I used to follow and I unfollowed them. I'm like, I can't even see that nonsense. So sometimes it can be like that. If it's, um, it can be foods. It can be bad attitudes. Like when you, when you start to have a meltdown, when you start to talk down to yourself, you could say, you know what, this is not part of what's going to help me. I'm carving that out. I'm carving out that negative self-talk. That's not part of the person I want to be. The person I want to be speaks confidently about herself. The person I want to be respects herself, accepts herself, sees that she is a unique and amazing creature created by God. That is who I want to be. I don't want to be this person that looks at themselves in the mirror and says, you're disgusting. You're repulsive. I am cutting that out. I am carving that out. Do you see what I'm saying? Like you can look at that statue illustration and and look at it in so many ways and say, this is what I want to do. I want to focus on like, unveiling the new me. And that means not just physically, like, how do I unveil the new me? What do I do with diet and exercise? But like, what are, what are things that are going to make me sleep better? You know, what are the things that are getting in the way of helping me have a good night's sleep? Let me carve those out. Like if that's a bad practice, I'm going to carve that out and use that example for yourself. Because for me, you know, I'm now taking a three mile walk every morning. That's something I'm adding in because that's contributing 
to, to the new me. And with every step I take with each day, this is my fourth day of hitting 14,000 steps. And with each day that I hit 14,000 steps, I'm like, I, I just know it. All of these extra steps are helping me carve out the new me. Uh, and I've never done this before. I've never been so consistent with just hitting higher steps and, and going for a walk every single day. I'm adding all the things that are helping me unveil the new me, and I'm cutting away all the things that are not going to contribute, that aren't representative of who I want to be. That's that's to me why, that's that's what it's like to, to be the artist, to be the architect. You are intentionally designing what you want. You're intentionally participating in every part of creating something magnificent. Look at, start looking at your fitness journey. And really, I mean, this can be your life journey. This doesn't just have to be about fitness. This can be about, you know, you becoming a better business person, you becoming a stronger, more confident, assertive. I mean, you guys know where I'm going with this. I feel I'm talking to all the ladies out there. You got a business, you, you, you know, I'm passionate about helping women become that strong, confident, empowered version of themselves that can just do anything that's going to go out there and crush it in their business. And when, when I see and hear and witness women who are completely like a, a ball of nerves and, and they're a wreck because they're so insecure, they're, they can't promote themselves, they can't sell themselves, they're not comfortable with selling their products, that's, that's why I developed this whole course for women because I love seeing women come out of their shell. I love seeing people who can transform from a reactive life that was holding them back to a proactive life where they are the architect, they are the designer of their future. I never used to be the designer of my future. I was just plodding along job after job that I just, I would just interview and and pick a job like where I had skills that matched what somebody wanted. I never was like, I'm going to find the best place that I want to be, that I want to be. Not who will take me, who who will pay me to just, I mean, it's a completely different life experience when you are designing your life. And I have become so aware of how fast time goes by. And I really think this is a great point to end on. How many of you look back to January of 2020 and it kind of feels like yesterday? I mean, this has been such a wacko year, right? And we're already at the beginning of October. How many of you, I mean, when I just referenced my first 12 weeks with Alex, those 12 weeks, each time I would turn my my check-in every Monday with Alex, I was like, oh my God, another week has gone by. 12 weeks flew by. When you are not intentional, it is amazing how fast a couple of weeks of being off your game can turn into a month, which can turn into two months, which can turn into four months. And then suddenly you get halfway through the year and you're like, oh my God, how is it six months? And I haven't lost even two pounds. I'm, in fact, I'm heavier. How, how did that happen? You know why? Because you're not charting your ship. You're not driving the bus. I'm using so many analogies here. It's ridiculous. You are not architecting your life. If you want to change your life, then you get proactive as hell. And let me tell you, I have never been as proactive as I have become in the last six months because it's just amazing what happens. And I I encourage you to go back to my show where I talked about making a declaration because 
when I look back in my life and I, there were some real high points where I made a declaration and I said, this is what I'm going to do. This is the timeline. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to make it happen. And I had absolutely no doubt I was going to make it happen. I did it when I said I was going to meet the love of my life in 2017, bam, made it happen. I did it when I first met Gary Vaynerchuk and I said, uh, I really like this guy. I'm going to meet him. We're going to become friends and we're going to do business together. Bam. I made it happen because I didn't even think for one second it wouldn't happen. Um, when I decided in May, in the beginning of Corona pandemic quarantine world that I suddenly was going to go back to working in corporate America, I said, here's the deal. I'm going to go back and start networking and applying for jobs. And I'm going to get an amazing job and I'm going to get a job offer by the end of this month. Did I make that happen? Absolutely. So when you set your mind and make a declaration and make an intention, and most importantly, follow that with an action plan, oh my Lord, your whole life can change. So that's what I'm doing with my fitness now. I have analyzed everything I haven't done. I've analyzed what, you know, hey, if those 12 weeks that I just wrapped up, like, hey, they're gone. I can't fix it, right? I can't fix the fact that I had a horrible toxic work environment that almost you know, knocked my health down 20 notches, right? It is what it is. It's done. But let's look at what didn't I do? What was I not able to do in those 12 weeks? How can I change that for the next 12 weeks? And how can I track it? And I have things in place. I'm meditating every day. I'm focusing on self-care. I'm tracking that. I'm tracking to make sure I get my meditation and my prayer time in every day. I'm tracking to make sure I've got a little notebook by my bed. And every night before I go to bed, I'm tracking things like, How's my stress? How are my um, physical symptoms? Do I have, because stress and anxiety was such a big part of when I was working at that last job and it was negatively affecting my health. It prevented me from doing workouts because I was exhausted. And then so often I had a headache or a horrible stomach ache and that would prevent me from working out. And all of that was tied back to massive amounts of stress and anxiety. So how can I be number one, paying attention to any of my body's red flags. And I'm tracking that every day when I go to bed, I'm tracking, did I have any headaches today? Did I have any stomach aches today? Did I have any skin bumps or rashes or hives that broke up? That's how my body shows me stress red flags. Because I predict now that I'm in a new job and a new work culture that is positive and chill and just perfect for me, and I'm doing what I love and I'm with people I respect and an organization that I respect, and I have work-life balance, and I'm focused every week on self-care, I predict that there will be less and less times when I go to bed and I fill out that little notebook where I'm going to say, I did have a headache today. I did have a stomach ache today. In fact, it's already started to go down. Ever since I put my notice in, it started to go down. And then as I finished up my last couple of days, those stomach aches, the headaches started to like diminish that's what happens when you are deliberate, when you are intentional, when you are the architect. I want you all to start thinking about yourself as the artist. Start thinking about yourself as the creator, the inventor of the new you. Don't be the person that's just passive about your life. Be the person who's aggressive and proactive. Bam. I'm going to end on that note. I hope this was helpful for you guys. I hope that I can find the visual so I can put it in the show notes over at thekellyoshow.com. Pretty sure I'll be able to find it. But if this made a good impact on you, private message me, send me a note over at the contact me form on the Kelly O Show. 
tell me how much you liked it. Private message me on Instagram, share it with your friends. If you haven't given us a review on iTunes or wherever it is that you're listening to podcasts, please do. That really helps the show get seen and heard by more people. And, um, I just want to thank you in advance for doing that. And y'all I'll see you next time on the Kelly O show.